Good morning. One of the misconceptions in the world around us is that if a person has a healthy marriage, then there's no problem with showing affection with someone of another gender, or even having a close relationship with people of another gender. You know, so what? We have a healthy, good, solid marriage. We don't need to be scared or worried. Nothing could be further from the truth. Our rabbis tell us the most beautiful, beautiful thing. The Sefer Chinuch says that the first year that a person gets married, he has an obligation to make his wife happy. And the Chinuch writes that it is this year that he is supposed to put the image of his wife in his mind, and that is the image of, of a woman that is going to be occupying. No other image should be occupying his thoughts at all. You know what this means? This means that he has to create in his mind a desire, a longing, an excitement only and only for one person. And that has to be protected, that has to be cherished, that has to be worked on. Similarly, you have the mitzvah, which the Torah writes, Loisikrvulagalos you're not allowed to come close. Not only you're not allowed to have relations with a woman who you're not allowed to have relations with, but you're not allowed to approach and have any sort of physical affection at all. No touching in any respect. The only time you're allowed to have physical um, contact is in the case of medical. That's different. But other than medical, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to touch at all because the sense of touch is so powerful, so great, so special. That should only be reserved for a husband and wife. Now, one of the great pitfalls in this area in modern times has been with secretaries. With a secretary, there's a tremendous, tremendous relationship that's built up. And the reason being for that is because of the fact that here you have a person who is paid as a job to do whatever for you. And therefore, you need something done, they will do it for you. And if they're not going to do what you want, you're not going to keep them in the job. They're going to look their best. They're going to try and please you as best because you are paying their salary. And when you have a secretary who you are on very close basis, and especially working late at night, and more so, a secretary who is young and attractive, you are asking for trouble. You know, I once um, met someone who had the following policy. He said that for him, a secretary has to be fat and ugly. And you know what? That's exactly it. Kolakavod sounds hilarious. But he's right. Because he understands. He knows what sort of Yetzirah it is? Rav Nisim Karelitz writes the disgusting minag of having a secretary. Now, you'll say, but hold on, Rabbi, you know, everybody has secretaries, and I myself have a secretary. But when you choose a secretary, number one, you have to avoid, number one, someone very young, someone who's not going to be dressed properly, or you can dictate in some way or form. You know that these are the conditions of how you're going to dress. And you need to put up certain boundaries. There was a story in America of a businessman 
who his secretary came to him and said to him, you know, you just sent a message, just got a message to say that I must authorize $50,000. And she had the ability to do that. She said, but did you really send this to me? And he looks at the letter and says, this is a fake. But how did you know it was written so, so brilliant? This guy was a great con artist. She said, you know why? Because you never call me by my first name. And in this letter, it says my first name. That is a wonderful way of creating a boundary with the secretary. Not to be on first name terms. But there are other boundaries a person can make. But this is the type of thing. I personally know many cases. And furthermore, I know a lot of other cases where people have unfortunately misbehaved with secretaries. Sometimes very good people on both sides. But there was a great Yetzirah. I want to tell you a story. You know, I know a couple that um, when I was growing up, and the guy was married to a woman who, very, you know, she was very happy with him. But he had a secretary, and he decided, you know what? After a while, he wanted to marry the secretary, and he didn't want his wife. Secretary was younger, secretary was so much nicer to him. And he married the secretary, divorced his wife, had kids, and later the secretary misbehaved, and then threw him out. And he was left with nothing. And, you know, it was Mamish Minashamayim, how Hashem designed it that way. You chucked out your wife, your wife who was dedicated to you, you know, for, you know, someone more attractive and uh, seemingly better. But, you know, it was a cheap choice. And uh, Hashem dealt him back in the same way. This is a mistake that people make. And this, unfortunately, can destroy marriages. A person can never turn around and say, oh, I'm above that. Because the Torah says you can't be above that. And Chazal says you can't be above that. One of the greatest things to protect oneself is one's eyes. Guarding one's eyes. If you make sure that the only woman, aside from whether she's dressed or not, but the only woman that you look at, even her face, and you stare at, any woman you're going to really you know, spend time looking at, should be your wife. Other than obviously your mother, sister, etc. What's the idea of this? Because you are making her special. But if you take a look at someone walking along in the road, or someone else in shoe, or someone else in the business, and you stare and you go, wow, what a looker. You know what you're doing? You are fanning the flames of the eight Sahara. Don't do that. You're going to destroy yourself that way. And one of the great unfortunate pitfalls of this is the internet. A lot of people are addicted to the internet because of things that they shouldn't be seeing. And a lot of people are embarrassed to talk about it, but it's unfortunately extremely prevalent. And one of the most important things we have to do is seek help if we have this issue. I know people that had this problem, and then they went to someone, and Hashem blessed them. And I know people that didn't help themselves, and eventually their wives found out and divorced them. They couldn't get away from it. I know someone who was so much, so hooked on this, he collected pictures on the internet, inappropriate pictures. And then Baruch Hashem, he realized his error, and he managed to pull himself away and create fences. 
One of the great ways, of course, is using a filter. But this is just around what you need to do, what we all need to do, is to create that image of our wife in our mind and make her the only one for you. Now, what does our Kodesh Baruch say about making her the only one in your eyes? He says, she is the only one for you. Because she's the one I chose for you. And if that's the case, she's the best for you. And therefore, when you look at her in that respect, and you understand this is God's gift to you, it's a different story. I want to conclude with the following. Adam Arishan, Adam, when he was you know, accused of eating from the tree, he turned to Hashem and said, the woman who you gave me, She's the one who caused it to me. And Chazal say on that, that he was a coffee toy, he was ungrateful. Now if you ask me, I don't think it's so ungrateful. She did tell me to do it. It wasn't uh, anything that I personally wanted to do. Adam could have said, no, she convinced me. You know why that was a terrible error? You know what was a terrible error? Because what he should have said is, Hashem, you blessed me with Chava. You blessed me with Chava. I could never say the words, you did this to me, even if she gave me bad advice. But you blessed me with her and you wanted her for me. That was part of your plan. I messed up. How can I say to you, HaKadosh Baruch that you gave me to her and that caused it to me? No, it's not true. It's not true. Hashem should bless us that we should see our wives as God's gift, God's blessing. And once we understand that and live that, keep our eyes only on her. Look to her. Feel that this is Hashem's one and only for you. Even if you don't feel it, it's okay. And Hashem will bless us, peace God, with a lot of sin. Have a wonderful day.